0: Welcome to the Creatives Chronicles. My name is Bright, and um, this is the podcast that tells the stories of creatives, and we talk about their journeys, how they got started, and we um, pick lessons from their challenges and experiences. And today on the show, we have an amazing developer. He is um, an IT guru. His name is Mr. John Hepburn, and uh, thank you for joining us, Mr. John. Thank you, so Mr. Bright. Please, uh, for our podcast uh, audience that have no you, please, could you tell us a little about yourself?
1: My name is Dr. John De Um head of IT Louis Valentino, graduate of the University of Abuja, computer science department, uh, love to code. So I do my swimming, I do my strollings, I, uh, I did my sit-ups, it didn't work out, so I stopped it. <laughs> okay, okay, that's nice,
0: that's nice. Okay, you did computer science in Abuja University, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what, what did you influence that choice? What caused you to choose computer science? Mm.
1: Actually for me, I think it's um, it's a thing of interest, parents need to watch their children and children need to watch their parents, kind of thing. I am good with virtually everything I lay my hands to from childhood. So I do a bit of furniture, do sculpture design, paper match, etc, etc, I do my drawings, and for my GS2, I wanted to become a computer engineer or an electrical engineer, but yeah, there are the main issues in everybody's life,
2: okay.
1: so at my GS2, I think I had the leading issues and I had my worst result ever, uh, uh, I think I came second to the last in class, Whoa! <laughs> I can't forget the result, I think I was 58 out of 59, command secondary school. And um, I can't begin to describe what? the procedure at home that day. But the point is, it happened as an incident. It hurt a lot. I didn't do sciences in command. I could not do sciences in command because in command you needed credit in both mathematics and inter science, mass English, inter science to so do sciences. And I had the credit in English and CRS. But not mass so i was put in art class and in art class because i'm good with everything i do i had my lowest score on record 80 of 100 in finance i was a very good i finance student but i think in my final year my dad asked me a question when i was committed to history, my dad asked me a question do you want to finish school as a finance student I remember you told me once that you wanted to become a computer scientist. Or say so computer engineer. engineer. Now it's true you can draw and you're good with other finer things, but you could do a drawing or a fine work of art and it could take you a while to sell it. What do you do in between? Why not study something that's a bit professional so that you can do your drawings on the side? And the idea seemed okay to me. So rather than get promoted to STV. I got myself promoted to S1.
2: <laughs>
1: in another school. To start afresh, to do sciences. I was Government Science Technical College, every three. And I was now placed in the same class with my younger sister. So obviously <laughs> we're not in the same class she was in her class I was in my class she was stopping her class I was stopping my own class and but well, we don't sit to get an examination but somehow, for whatever reason always we'll have similar results I think it's a blotting <laughs> but when I got to two, I had this um cousin who came over to visit me um mr Williams we call him Dan Willy. He was a graduate of Uni He loves to code and loves to read. And he, he he sold one into my head. And the idea he sold to my head was that he um, he saw my drawings on the system and was like, "You do all this." Said yes. So do you know you can make your drawings animated? I was like, animated like how? So you can write a script that will make the drawings animated. I was not interested in the animation talk. So I asked him to put me through, but he was always no time, no time, no time, no time. I mean, I saw it as a thing of maybe the guy would be proud because he knows one thing I don't know. So. I told him one thing. I said, "Listen, this is because you can code? Can I, coach? I will go to school and I will study computer science too, and I will finish with the first class. I will be better than you." So he laughed to say, "Okay, no problem, good. It's a good one." So I started looking for anything relating to coding. Then he, the one he, the one he was showing me then was um, Visual Basic six. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get it. He did the calculator for me, then he ran calculator. Yeah. But when I went to school, my school being a technical school, they, we didn't really do much of programming. But we started coding with QBasic in our NTC2, just like SS2. So I naturally got interested because yeah. this was my first experience with code. And it all sort of turns out like almost look at what's natural with the code. Wow. So, my teachers, one particular one, Mr. Chooks Okapop, he will go online, he will download some codes. Okay. Some of them will run, some of them will never run. And when I because I come back home, I do practice on my system, a desktop then I have at home. And he'll, when I do my own job you if you know. <laughs> yeah. So how did you do this one? Though? So I'm show sure how I did it. So when I go to the board. So you can also add. <laughs> <laughs> so you're speaking lessons from me? Yeah. i still the teacher. I'm still the yeah. student. But the idea is simple. It allowed me to join my dream. When I got to the... When I applied for computer science... To university. Immediately it was time for me to go. The first year I applied, I didn't get it because I was in SS2 then. But when I got to my meets, my SS3 and I applied, I got it immediately. Wow. And ever since then, I have been coding. Coding till tomorrow. So that's so like oh, how long
2: now?
1: That's like um, 2000. Six, seven, oh,
0: no, seven. That's over 10 years so. now. Oh, seven. That's a decade old
1: coder. Well, that is what they will say in the job. Because I can code and I've been coding for 10 years. Doesn't I show you the certificate. Yeah, yeah. So when you're, you're applying for a job and they say 10 years on on programming, well, uh, your certificate is not showing you 10 years. Yeah. yeah. It well, doesn't mean that you start coding when your certificate says you start coding. Okay. But the whole idea is simple. If you have a passion for something, follow it. You are mostly likely to easily pick something you have natural interest with than something you are struggling to learn. Wow.
0: So I, I know that there would have definitely been some challenges I think up on the way. Like sometimes you might not feel like doing it once in a while. Sometimes it might, uh, or maybe you've always been positive. Anytime you just carry system, it just keeps coming to you. I don't know. Do you have time? What of the struggle? matter
1: is? I tell everybody I teach programming. You don't have to get it the first time. I didn't get it the first time either. But for every mistake I made coding, I never threw them away. All my worst applications are still with me till to tomorrow. Yeah. All those I started with then are still with me. I have to fold, I kept everything. Wow. So, whenever I teach and I tell them I was not this good, I can show you where I started from. Mm. I can show you all the bad things I ever did. All my bad applications that never worked <laughs> or that never looked well. They are still on record. Wow. So, it's okay to make mistakes. The question is Did you learn anything from the mistake? Okay. And I'm not a. Don't copy this, I'm not a, I'm not a book person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't like to go read more of, most of okay. the things on the book.
2: Okay.
1: I am somebody that naturally loves code. So if I see something I'm interested in, I usually pick it. Now, one thing I come to understand about code is. If you don't have a need for it, it's harder to learn.
2: Really?
1: It's harder to learn. For example, when I was when I went to learn PHP, I I I went to classes. I know I've, I've learned PHP like uh, I've, I've learned web design sorry like two three times. But I never learned anything not until I had a very important mm-hmm. moment in my life. First of all, in 2012, I was awarded Best Programme on my set. Yeah. Then, my, in that same set, my friend was given a project. We had to do project in school. And she came to meet me, and I gave her three topics. And out of it three, I think I gave her five topics, out of it five, two were web-based, the others were desktop applications, using um, C-sharp or .net. Okay. But I especially told her, don't submit to web design. I don't do web development. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out that that is the one she submitted, and that is the one that I got approved for her. Wow. So, she had nobody to go to but to come yeah. back to me. And I could not tell her I don't know how to do it because it's now look like a. It's now we're cutting my bragging rights. Yeah, yeah. Can like you imagine? Best programmer. Then you can. Somebody helped this girlfriend to do her own project then because the guy could not do it. So I came back, I sat down, I picked all the materials that I had on PHP. I did it, it was um, CBT with Jambas case study. Okay. Computer based test. It wasn't so very fantastic. But it worked. Wow. It did what it was supposed to do. Okay. And that's what actually matters. Yeah. Okay. So that was my first experience with hands on coding to PHP. After that experience I decided I didn't do it again until um HIT employed me to teach web development, and I made it clear to them. I don't know how to program with PHP. They say, yeah, no problem. I can be learning it and teaching the class. <laughs> then I was paid 40,000 to take the class. And I had this friend of mine who downloads all sorts of tutorials on his system. He doesn't watch them, just but like he just download the them. He's a collector. So I go to him, and I download mm-hmm. it. From his system, I copied them from his system and I helped him to do his own codes. So it was like a symbiotic relationship. Right. You do for me, I do for you. Mm-hmm. So I write his codes for him and he gives me all the tutorials I need. So I sat down instead started studying bit by bit. Whatever I learned today, I'm going to teach my class <laughs> <laughs> until we are done with the tutorial. Wow. And nobody knew I was learning it. And I think the best, the best way to learn something is to teach it.
2: Okay. Wow.
1: When you, when you teach it, it stays with you. Most people try to learn programming, they try to cram the code. Hmm. Code cannot be crammed. Understand how the code is generated. To understand how the code is generated, you will write awesome programs any day, any time. And you can be called upon any time on the phone. How do you do this? If you don't know how to do it, you don't know how to do it. Yeah. So, it has to be something that you know how it is done. Why it is done that way. That is the only way you get to know it as part of you.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, have you uh, had any mentor or sort of uh, someone that gave you some advice or pointed in the right direction that um, fa- make your, your journey faster in your in this car park,
1: have you had anybody that was like? There are two people that give me drive each time I code okay. One is, like I said, my cousin, really' okay. Donweli. Don't when I but when I sit down I think what I'm doing right now. Like when I want to stay doing DB. Then I was like. I'm doing VB now, that was in my 200 level second semester, then I decided one day from holiday I was like, what did I learn differently that school did not teach me? So I looked at the options I had, and I looked at what can I learn now, I in what do I think I have background on that I can learn, and then I had Java and I had VB. So which one do I have, because I looked at, no, the question I actually asked initially was what did I learn differently that school did not teach me? Question one. Question two is, which one do I have, which one do I know right now that can get me a job? Okay. okay. Like if I say I do this programming, okay. pay Wawa anybody, okay. the answer was simple no. So I was like okay, which one can I learn that looks like it's in the market right now?
2: Okay.
1: So, I had the Java, I had the PHP, the um, VB6, then. And then, I was not like, okay, after Java and VB, which one do I have background on to some extent? And I had VB6. Not like I had much of a background on VB6. I only need two codes then. label1.caption equals to time. To display time on okay. the label. Okay. And everyone was not captured, what's the date? That was all I needed to learn To in learn VB. Okay. So long as I tried that code again on my computer and it still worked, I started looking through every properties, I learned how to code first, then why it, worked. Why it works.
0: Okay. okay. It's important to you know how and why something works.
1: So when then I started teaching us object-oriented programming in my final year, and I started relating it to what I was doing in BB. Because someone even asked me at the time, did you do OOP? I was like, no. Cause even then I didn't understand what OOP meant. <laughs> but you know, later I came to to grasp the idea of what I was doing in mm-hmm. its childishness. And to some extent it was OOP. <laughs> you get. Right. But because I didn't understand yeah, this was it. what I was trying to do, or what was actually happening on the background. I was just coding, yeah, a quite reckless coding. <laughs> but when you come to understand, when you when, when you when you do that way is the hard way to learn. When you learn the hard way, to learn the easy way becomes easier.
2: Okay.
1: Because if you've already Hard accidents. You can't get worse than that. Yeah. So it's still late to start driving carefully when you've got an accident already.
0: Your car is really
1: bad. Exactly. You can get worse than that. So you've done the hard way. Like then I was writing like a conditional statement. If if then statements. And I remember one funny code I used to write then. So I had this um list box or combo box okay. that had all the states in the country and for each state you select it's supposed to give you the lga for that state. states okay. now picture this i had to now the writing if if combo one dot caption so the text is equals to abia then load this one. If else, if it is this one, then load this one. So I wrote almost more than 36 lines of if else, if else, if else, if else, if else, if else. It was later in my final year, okay. in my 20 my level second semester, I came to discover that I could also be in level one. Sorry, combo one to text. Mm. You get, if it is not others, others, then load the one that was selected.
2: Mm.
1: You get, so basically, what I was writing in almost text 50 text. lines of code or more yeah. would have written in just six lines. Wow. Yeah, but all the rest was pointless coding.
0: Um, if you were to start over, if you were to do this again, what would you have done differently? Mm. Or would you still pick this career, kind of, or would you pick another? Maybe you just become the finance person you wanted to be, or you still pick coding, and what would
1: you have done differently? If I was to pick something to do differently 10 years from now, I would still pick code.
0: Okay. How would you, would you approach it differently? Coming with this knowledge you have now, would you approach Definitely, you might want to approach it differently.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, because for one, if I had exposure to internet early enough, mm-hmm. many of the struggles I went through, I won't have internet, gone. Yeah. And if the school curriculum is adjusted in a way that the youth who get graduated from the university are clearly employable, then maybe you'd have learned some things sooner than later. Mm-hmm. They get like imagine in my third level in the university, we are still doing things like third level plus. I think I remember funny incidents. In third level, we were doing Q basic, trying level first semester, and the teacher who was taking us Q basic that day, that time, I thought these usually hundred level says 102 we two were doing the games in game. twenty level says two, two or three, and the woman who was taking us the course. One of our students asked her a very interesting question. He Because then all our codes were done on blackboard. Yeah. We never saw a computer. <laughs> it's like I we never saw a computer. So we had to know that this code will not this work. <laughs> this code will work by looking at it. So one boy asked the woman the question: Say, Ma, how do we run these codes? <laughs> The one, looked at the boy and asked the boy question, he said, You don't know how to run these codes? He said, no, because all we have been doing is, is just on the blackboard, so it's 100 level. If you are in 200 level and you don't know how to run codes, then I would advise you to change your department and go to accounting, because <laughs> those people not to run the code. But actually, that is how we code. That's how we code. I don't know if we change the system right now in Abuja University, but that's how we did it then. Right. So it's not surprised to me that by the time some of us leave and go outside, we do better because we learned it the hard way here already. Yeah. We coded it the simple way. Yeah. And as I can say, that the white man is better than the black man because the black the white man is subject to learn the way the black man learns. It can be better. It can be better.
0: (laughs) Okay. 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 That's right. That's right. Okay. On on the final note, do you want to advise someone that is just starting in programming or development? Uh, How do you tell him to start? Do you tell him to uh, start reading books or start watching video tutorials and uh, maybe watch once or twice redo do what he says, How would you advise someone starting out?
1: Like I will tell everybody who wants who who I teach. If you know you are not patient, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: there is no point starting because coding will teach you patience. There are sometimes I write some codes and they don't work. I try three, four, five, six times. It's not working. What I do is that I leave it alone. Mm Okay. I shut down my computer. I go out for a stroll, so once I go to swim, I do something totally unrelated to what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Talk about the pool, swim, have fun, you get to <laughs> if needed, <and laughs> you get. The whole idea was just to take my mind off it, relax. Then later when I come back, I try it again. Most of the times I might even try it again, I'll just go back to bed. Okay. But for me, if it worries me, it worries me. Yeah. So even when I sleep, I'll keep yeah. writing that code. Yeah. Somehow, I find myself always in the same dream. I'm sitting down, facing my computer, and I got to this point and the code was not working. So I continue to write that code over and over and over and over and over again until it works. Yeah. Most of the time, it works in my sleep. Yeah. Then I wake up immediately because I sleep with my laptop by my... Headside, side, I have to pillows. those. One for me, one for my laptop. So, middle week, I wake up. I just talking to my laptop, and I try the code, and most of the time, it works. Oh, wow. So, patient? if you are patient, get a mentor.
2: Okay.
1: It's another good way. I was writing codes, and I was doing so well for myself, but I didn't know that other things existed. Like, for now, my first experience is using the dashboard. I didn't even know what the dashboard is initially until I met somebody who
2: who had a dashboard he designed
1: from scratch. And it now started me thinking like wait, you mean this is actually possible to even do at all? So I tried it on my own and I tried to and I designed my own framework. Yeah. So Try new things, it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes too. But very importantly, have a mentor. A mentor is somebody who would guide you and show you the easy way out when it's difficult. Okay. It. Most of my times, your mentor may not be close to you. Okay. Like, the only don't really, don't really is not close to me. I've not seen the guy since 2007. The next time I saw him was sometime last year, if I'm correct. Last year or two years ago. So, he may not be close to you, but when I keep thinking about what the guy will be doing currently, and also very importantly, don't measure your success with your mates.
2: Okay, okay.
1: I keep pushing myself when I hear that a nine-year-old boy did Angry Birds.
0: But...
1: And it was painful. <laughs> yes, it was painful because I was doing, as at the time, I was doing bb 6 and I was over 20... whatever. You get? Yeah. And this is somebody who designed a game at age 9 that was already on Play Store. No, then, it was not on Play Store. I don't know if Play Store was then, then. But I know I saw saw Birds first on uh, Nokia, my Java phone, there. So I showed the picture how a 9-year-old boy would have done this. You get get. So if you look at the picture of the 9-year-old boy doing something like that, look at your age and think, would you say you have done awesome? Given the information, if that boy is your age, would he be doing what you're doing? Yeah. If the answer is no, push you
2: yeah. Definitely.
1: That is. So for me, don't measure your success with your mates. Okay. Don't measure your success with those who are higher than you and you're older than. Okay. Wow, older than
2: so.
0: Uh, Would you tell someone that is starting to pick this particular technology or pick that or pick that or pick this over that? Like say, go learn PHP or go learn this first,
1: like what should be the first thing? The first thing is every language is easy to learn. Okay. Pick anyone you're comfortable with. But in advice, I would say pick the one that is relevant today. Otherwise, you'll be like my teachers who are teaching you with a syllabus, want to get you a job 10 years ago. You get, if by the time you're done learning what you're learning, can you beat your chest and say, This is what I do? And will you be ready for the market? If the answer is no, pick something else. But very importantly, pick the one that you are comfortable with to start with. What I'm comfortable with is. What is the problem you want to achieve? Solved. If the problem is something simple, pick a, a simpler language, you don't have to start from the hardest one, most of the time these languages are related to each other, for example if you do Java, you are not very far from C sharp, yeah. and if you do C sharp, you are not very far from Java, and if you do C sharp or you do Java, you are not far from PHP. You a from from JavaScript, their code structures are mostly similar. Most of them have um, syntax that are similar. For example, if you do VB or you do C sharp, their syntax are mostly similar. What exactly, what exactly was really different is um, for C sharp you make it sort of curly braces yeah. and for for vb.net, you make use of Square brackets? Or? Not square brackets. and sub. Oh, wow. So instead of end quality voice, you have end sub. <laughs> so you have... Say, everything is a sub button. Okay. So, if you have an if statement, while in C Sharp you will have it open with the quality voice and place the quality voice, in vb.net, you will have it with if then, else then end if you guys yeah. so if you look at the in between it's supposed to still mean yeah, sure. so it's just the structure if you understand how it works and why it works <laughs> it's easy to learn any of them you want to learn and if you're somebody who have done who have done dvb.net and you have done or dvb6 and you have done a bit of C sharp or Java or PHP. If you look at something like Python, it doesn't look strange to you. Yeah. It doesn't look strange to you. You easily pick it. You get. So, most of these languages are related with each other. It's nothing frightful at all. My only idea, my only fear is that each time somebody hears the word code. It sends a code to the brain that this thing cannot be learned. <laughs> <laughs> that is the problem. Don't think, that it's, don't, don't think of code in terms of difficult. Okay. Think of it in terms of solving a problem. Okay. If you think about it in terms of solving a problem, break the problem down to modules. Start with the easiest one. All the way down to the hard one. You can't describe it, but then you finish solving the easy way up. The hard one is not as difficult as it looks. But if you look at the whole picture from afar, it looks like it's difficult, so break it down. And it's okay if you can't do it all by yourself. Get somebody who knows how to do part of it, even I actually ask questions till tomorrow. Yeah. If I don't understand it, I ask questions. Yeah. So even the greatest programmer has his down times too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you don't get it the first time, it's okay, other you need to check online. Somebody has done what they're going to do and the person has probably had the same problem you're having and the person has solved it. Mm. And if there is nobody who has had that problem you are having, which is very unlikely, then document it and post it so that someone else can benefit from it. it.
2: It's, yeah,
1: yeah. it's a way of helping the development community. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. It's It's been an awesome time having this conversation with you uh, how could um, people find you online and you have a GitHub uh, repo or uh, how could people looking for Mr. John, how could they get in contact with you because um, uh, you might have prospective clients or mentees wanting to say, okay, let me come and see what Mr. John is doing. How could they get to you?
1: The quickest way to find me on anything uh, is at Flame new At Flame at Flame new F A M E N E O. Yeah, okay. Wow, wow.
0: It's been an awesome time. I really appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man. Thank you so, so much. We appreciate you and uh, looking forward to having you on, you know, on another episode of this um, The Creatives Connected podcast. It's been an awesome, awesome time. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Boyd. Have a lovely day. Sir. You too. Thank you.